Hey guys, hope you're doing great. Today on the podcast, we meet my friend Rianne. We used to work together back in the day. She's a producer, a director, and she's a DJ. She gives us some great tips about creating online content. And then we also discuss if Hollywood is ever going to recover from all this. Also, apologies for the audio. It's a little bit wonky today. This is the Little Bit Podcast. Hey, Re. What is up, Joni? How you doing? What's up? I'm good. How are you? You know, just uh, living the same day over and over again, much like a lot mm-hmm. of us. But it's it's been a roller coaster. I was joking with my friend that I spend a day in a different room just to just to liven things up. <laughs> I have like a three bedroom house. I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to be in this room today. Like, let's go to the. Dance it's gonna room. be like, gonna be like taking a vacation uh-huh. from the living yeah, room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will sit in the kitchen most mornings and and like I spend a lot of time there. And then I was like, you know what? If I go and spend you know time in the office, I will get distracted and I'll end up like cleaning or organizing, which I guess isn't a bad thing, but I'm not necessarily relaxing like I should be. I don't know. Now I'm. It took this for for all of this to happen for me to finally feel like mm-hmm. cleaning is kind of like fun and relaxing. I've never experienced that before <laughs> these last few weeks. <laughs> I know, right? And then the weather's been so gross; yeah. it's like making us stay inside. Yeah, the the allergy days were bad when it was like hot, and I actually liked when the rain came because I could like go outside and breathe again. Oh, yeah. so it was like okay. opposite yeah. for me. But yeah, I, I want the mm. rain to clear up too, though. <laughs> so, so Rianne is a DJ and she's a director. But we met uh, at Urban Decay years ago. We did. Um, we were but younglings. Young. Yes, we were, and it was a fun <laughs> job. It was a really fun job. It was. I always say that it was just like a crazy pirate ship of adventure and it's hard to understand if you weren't there but trust me it was a crazy pirate ship it was remember the days when um uh the product girls that were like making the products and all that they would put the samples out and people would just go ham they'd come back with like fistfuls of free makeup yeah it would just be riots in the street for like to get your shade of Uh, foundation uh (laughs) uh-huh exactly (laughs) exactly I remember going because um, I was in the front, so I was always, you know, I could peek around the corner and I could see like Lindsay putting stuff in the bin. Yeah. And I'd, I'd start emailing people like, "Free stuff in the bin, everybody get over there." <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like people would quietly make runs, get what they needed, and after it was secured, like quietly tell other people. But they would definitely get their oh, stuff first. Absolutely, I still <laughs> have makeup left over from that. That was like five years ago that I worked there. so you've now been doing dj stuff online which is pretty sweet yeah um i've I've tried it before Mm -hmm. but like obviously now it's one of those things that like i've I've been waiting like saying oh i'm gonna do a twitch channel i'm gonna do a dj live cast Mm -hmm. and it's actually like a lot of setup i mean you know from doing this podcast like you have to become a mini expert in audio to record anything let alone like broadcast it. So now it's like, I'm trying to turn a laptop into like a broadcast station, you know, and like a sound mixer. And it was a lot of teaching myself how to do it, but you know, I'm nerdy and I had spare time. So I started doing, um, you know, Instagram lives 
and I started doing Twitch and uh, I'm going to be doing actually for Urban Decay going to be doing a big um, event for them on on a on Friday at eight. I don't even know what day it is today. All I know is it's Friday at eight. I've heard today was Thursday. So. Amazing. Oh my gosh, it is Thursday. So do you Oh, wait. So everybody like goes to your Instagram live and then turns up their stereos type thing. Yeah. So I'm going to be on Urban Decay's Instagram um, and they they have a huge following. They have like 11 million some followers. So I'll be broadcasting on my phone from there and then I'll simultaneously be broadcasting to my Twitch channel. Um, so it's a lot. Of, it's been a lot of like technological testing, but I feel like we're we, I feel like we need this. I feel like we need a reason to dress up and put on some makeup and put on, you know, get in a romper and a flower crown and just act like Coachella is still happening. <laughs> yeah, and now we have like Fochella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about Fochella now. Oh my so. goodness, this is so cool. So everybody can tune in. Eight o'clock. Yeah, everybody can tune in. Um, I'm keeping the set pretty like PG-13. So if you have old enough kids in the room, you know, like it won't get too crunk and too crass for them mm. but um, that's good but yeah I think it's gonna be fun and I think people are really looking for a reason to party and it's almost like you're having a house party with like millions of people but on Instagram that is so cool you know you know you're gonna get like hundreds of thousands of people watching your feed I really hope so I really hope people watch I hope they enjoy it mm-hmm. I hope they like the jams and I just it's just at some point you just kind of want to take people like out of the cycle for a little bit mm-hmm. and just like just remember what it was like when we had fun we're not gonna lose this forever you know right yeah so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna play it's gonna be a lot of like Coachella artists and pop remixes and just crazy wacky stuff that's still like my flavor but I just want to keep it fun for everybody wow. and, and it's weird I, I feel like a lot of DJs are doing this right now and there's kind of no reason not to right now you know captive audience everybody needs a little bit of a distraction right now so let's party you know like even if you're in your jammies like let's party heck yeah this is so cool i'm really excited for you this is gonna be great i'll actually tune in for sure because normally i just put on spotify and just you know play whatever but this will be way more fun and i get to see you and like see what you're doing and then when you say spinning are you like blending the songs together and doing all that kind of like matching the, the, the tempo and all the that? beats and stuff? Oh yeah. I mean, like when I do these sets, especially a big set like this, like I've been working on it for a couple of days. Like I audition playlists for like a really long time and I've been putting new songs in and I see like where I want to transition the songs. And sometimes I record a mini set and I play it back and I see if I like it. And then I'm like, no, this song's lame. Get out of here. Or this song's, <laughs> you know, bringing me down, get out of here. Uh, so it is like a weird, like audition process when I do a set. Um, I play a lot of festivals and conventions and those I play that set all of the time. This is actually a different type of set for me. It's, it's a slightly different audience because I DJ anime and comic cons and that's a completely different crowd than like a Coachella or nightclub. Yeah. Crowd. What would you play at like an anime um, crowd like that? Um, like what kind of music or like yeah is it more like techno is it more like you know themes from actual cartoons and stuff yeah I mean the anime cons anime cons are already weird wacky and wild because anything goes like just because you go to an anime con doesn't mean 
they're only going to wear anime or video game costumes. Like I go to anime cons and people cosplay Broadway musicals, Phantom of the Opera, Hamilton. Like it is wacky. Really? Yeah. So kind of anything goes like I can really just in the middle of any one of my sets, I could play like Don't Stop Believing by Journey and everyone would be fine with it. Interesting. (laughs) But it is a lot of uh, Japanese EDM. Mm. It's a lot of K-pop now. It's a lot of like what's, you know, future based, Tokyo based. It's a lot of stuff that like feels like you're in the future, (laughs) I would say. And like weird, like, you know, like trap remixes of like anime theme songs and stuff. And part of it is to be funny. And part of it is just because I really like listening to that stuff. You know, it's it's wacky and it's weird. And I just don't think dance parties should take themselves that seriously. You know, that sounds fun. Oh, my gosh. I I, I want to tune in when you do one of those, because I, I'd love to hear a trap version of like Pokemon or something. That'd be pretty. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got that. I have several. <laughs> Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, I need something new to listen to really bad, like real, real bad. Like I've been listening to the same probably 10 different things now for the last three months. And I, and not just like one artist, I mean like a hip hop playlist and a rock playlist and a metal playlist and then like a 70s love song playlist. I just need something new. Dude, you know what you should do? I mean, you have, we all have a little time right now. Mm-hmm. I would make, if, you know, if you want to jazz things up a little, make playlists for like completely wacky different things. Be like, this is my cleaning the house playlist. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, cardio playlist. Like I have playlists that are like, um, it's, I'm sad and I want to eat a snack. You know, that's a playlist to me. That's a, that's a whole vibe. Like that's a whole aesthetic. That's a whole vibe. So um, I like that. Yeah, it's like you're getting out of the get get getting out of the playlist box because it doesn't restrict like genre. I have a playlist that's all covers of songs, but like weird covers of songs, like a really slow, dreamy version of like a Spice Girl song or something. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and I have another folder that's like really specific jazz covers of video game songs. What? <laughs> like you know like super mario or legend of zelda but it's like really crazy like jazz okay stuff the amount of time (laughs) it took someone to sit down and say all right guys i'm gonna you know transpose this into you know for the bass and then for the you know tenor sax like that's actually freaking awesome yeah there i mean you know like like i said i go to these cons and people are are wacky there really is something out there for everyone i assure you (laughs) gosh and tell me now about your you said you've been getting some weird gigs what kind of well yeah um I would say you know the UD gig is a weird gig like I'm I'm a freelance director and filmmaker and they're having me do a DJ set and it's kind of weird I feel like in this time right now a lot of people are flexing talents and abilities that they don't usually flex or don't have the time to really like render that skill and I think that's kind of one of the cool things that we're seeing right now. Like I'm seeing like executives doing workout videos, you know, I'm seeing people posting singing videos and I had no idea they could do amazing vocals. It's like, I feel like we're just seeing these sides of people that the grind of the regular kind of work schedule doesn't allow to flourish. Interesting. I completely agree with you. I was just thinking about this last night and I'm totally not BSing. I thought, you know what? A lot of people say, are just saying, I don't care anymore. I'm going to show you how good I am at, at this other thing that I can do. Because literally yeah. it's like people are just saying, 
you know, screw it. You know, we're in quarantine. I'm going to do whatever I want. And I, I feel the same way. I've th- I think I've gotten a little more brave and I've, I've care a little less about what people think because we're all kind of going through it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. at that point, what, what, what can you do really? Yeah. I know I saw um, Wendy Zomner do some workout like videos. I'm like, who better? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, I well, she was always oh. teaching. She was always correcting my squats. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're not doing that squat, right? Let me show you how to do a yeah. squat. <laughs> she could teach you. And I'm just saying there's an industry yeah. there, guys. There is an industry there. So do you think that people are, you know, do you think there's a, a market now for making money doing things online? Or do you think it's kind of something people are like, eh? I don't know if I want to buy that I think, or in. I, yeah, I think that one of the best things that can happen from all of this is that businesses, the way we do business changes and evolves um, to show people like, you know what, people can work remotely, people can come into the office less, people can spend more time with their families and cook meals. And guess what? You'll get better balanced humans. That would be, you know, what I would love to see. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but maybe it is possible. I feel like being forced to sit in it for a couple of months should really kind of galvanize and change the way we do business. I already see a difference in the way we do advertising. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Facebook ad that came out that was um, done with a spoken word mm. piece, but a lot of the footage was, you know, it was, it was user made footage. It was people in their homes and it was a really like, it was beyond like advertising, like, hey, Facebook, wow. it was just a, hey, like, we're aware that everyone is going through this. And I just think it's crazy that I work in an industry where we, you know, I, I'm a producer and a director. And it's like, you look at everything that adds up when you, you pay a crew mm-hmm. and things like that. It's like, you can pay $3,000 for a DP, a director mm-hmm. of photography, and that will never capture what mom and dad captured on that phone while we're in quarantine wow. right now. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I think this it's going to change so much of how we do do life and do business in general. I think we're going to yeah. realize that it's not necessarily, you know, we don't need to come into the office. Um, we can work from home. It's it's we're capable of doing that. I mean, for some people, anyways. And I think it's going to going to make the traffic less and the pollution less. I think it's going to be good. That would be awesome. And and again, the, the word that I feel like keeps coming up for everyone from a lot of direction is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to compare this to. So there's no right answer and there's no wrong answer and there's no right or wrong. Well, there is a wrong way to proceed, but it's just the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. It's like by by putting us all in this situation, it actually creates a lot of Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I'm going to clap for you. Yeah. <laughs> slow clap starting over here. Slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> just the slowest. Just the slowest clap. clap. <laughs> well, what about you? What what do you what do you kind of want to see come out of all of this? Um hmm. It's going to change a lot of things for people the way we we look at people and value people. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, dads at home now doing mom jobs, uh, probably for the first time in their lives, realizing how hard that is. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you do this all day? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, absolutely. 
And just think about like the one, the baby, like you have a little baby who you're still feeding and then like you have two little ones running around and then your husband's like bowing down in front of you like you are a superwoman. Yeah, (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, I think so. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you about. So like if you are a creator and whether you're a maker or, you know, you do music or whatever it is and you like to put content out. Um, you know, is the well running dry? Uh, do you need ideas? Like, where can we pull from? And, you know, like I said, some people have just said, I don't care, I'm going to say whatever I want. But like, what would be a good, you know, resource for someone who's like, man, I, I want to put more content out, I just don't know where to, where to begin? Uh, I think if it's someone who has never made content before, it's a matter mm-hmm. of just doing it. Because I used to obsess over my Twitch channel. And I had all this buildup and anticipation that I'm not ready. I don't have the right stuff. I don't have enough gear. I've had, I have so much gear. <laughs> like I was just making excuses. And the matter of fact is when you start doing content, you're screaming into the void a little bit and you're finding your voice. But if you don't really kind of commit to the publishing part of it, you'll kind of stop yourself before you start. So I did so many Twitch streams with like no people watching until I finally got to the point that I started publicizing it and getting people to watch the channel. And I think you just have to start doing it. You have to make your mistakes and find what works and what doesn't. And every single platform is different. There's no such thing as one person who's making one thing and succeeding on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch. You know what I mean? They're completely different audiences. So you might think like, oh, I'm definitely an Instagram person, but maybe you just want to sit down and do long form content and your stuff lives better on, on YouTube or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think it just depends. TikTok is one of those things that's really easy to start. And honestly, like has a lot of watchers, especially right now, no matter what you're putting out there. Um, I never did one before. I don't know if I, I don't even know what to do. I don't want to do one of those dances. Yeah. Honestly, it can be whatever you want. There are some TikTok people that are just get on there and talk about their lives and, and have millions of followers. So honestly, what you do, if you could make little snippets of your craft things for TikTok, yeah. just really simple, like these are the five steps I did. Like people, as long as there's a reward at the end, they see the finished product, like they'll be into it. How, how long can a TikTok be? I'm pretty sure. Like, I, th- I feel like the ones that I see are usually like, 15 seconds or something like that hmm. but you can do that thing where you roll a little bit and then roll some more you know like you kind of oh, yeah. self-edit as you go along yeah. all right well that's good I mean I agree and I saw I noticed when you started doing your DJ stuff you were like I'm doing it here it is guys yeah I and mean you just went for it. and you know sometimes when I go on my Instagram live sometimes I promote it and sometimes I don't sometimes I just feel like doing it and sometimes those mm-hmm. are my best DJ sets when I just feel like doing it it, the, sometimes the pressure of when I advertise it in the beginning of the day and I know I have to go on at eight or nine, like it will mess with my creativity and I'll think about it too much. But if I just uh-huh. stand up at seven o'clock and decide I'm going to go on at seven thirty or eight, uh, yeah. a lot of times that creative flow is a lot better. And those are the sets I end up recording and then like saving and archiving, you know? So yeah, do what works for you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> There's, Why not? Yeah. We all need con. We all need to watch stuff. Yeah, we and all need to like connect somehow. Yeah, and it's we're living in a time where I think for the first time we're realizing that because all of this is going on, um, you know, crew members can't work, TV shows can't shoot, um, 
So we're seeing a lot of celebrities and things becoming content people for the first time. And I mm -hmm. think that's exciting in a weird way, too, because now they know what it's like to produce and edit their own content, you know? Yeah. Observing that is fun as a producer and director is fun for me. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know? Yeah, and that, that is kind of crazy to think about that Hollywood has completely stopped. Like, there's no content yeah. being created. There's no next season of nothing. There's yeah. no Real Housewives being recorded, nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I work as a freelancer, too, and, you know, I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm repped by an agency in New York and it's like, I can't fly to New York and have meetings with people right now. Like, right. and everything, you know, everything's off the board for the last, everything that was booked for me to shoot is kind of off the table right now. And it's, it's a bummer, yeah. but it's also like, we're in the same boat and there's so much bigger issues going on. Like I can't, right. I can't settle down in that. Someone's got it right. way worse than me. And I know it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When do you, and like, as far as Hollywood goes and as far as just, you know, that industry in general, how, do you think it's going to jump right back into place or do you think it's going to be a slow progression? From a producer standpoint, I've been talking to other producers and directors and things like that. And we've been brainstorming ways. Like if we had to shoot, if something had to happen, like if I got booked to shoot something like a makeup or a fashion shoot or something, how would I do it? And I was like, well, the crew would have to be small, extremely small. There couldn't be hmm. any extra people. Um, and I think it would just kind of trim a lot of fat or maybe just, we just live mm. a little scrappy for a while with these crews. You know, if I'm used to shooting with a crew of five, can I get it down to myself and two people? And it's like, uh, I think I can with a little bit of time. And maybe it's a matter of like, you know, sometimes we shoot three to five videos in one day. Maybe we have a smaller crew and we take more time lighting and everyone's working different jobs and we shoot two videos in a day instead. So I'm mentally mm -hmm. trying to think of like, how is this going to work when we come back? Because we're going to have limitations, no matter what. Oh, I wanted to ask you, what does young Kohai mean? Oh, so Kohai in Japanese means a younger classman. So like if you were um, a senior in high school and I was a junior, mm -hmm. you would be my senpai and I would be your Kohai. Uh -huh. but young kohai is like a redundancy it's like a fake rapper name oh so. like little wayne <laughs> yeah like Lil wayne but i'm young kohai which is hilarious because i'm 40 <laughs> hey you can still be young kohai that's pretty sweet i love part of me knew that i was like it should i be the midlife crisis that puts a young in front of my name and i was like absolutely absolutely yep i hear you <laughs> i know i'm turning 40 next year too you know what's a trip is I was talking to my nephew who's seven, his brother is 17. And I was like, hey, man, do you have like house parties? What do you guys do? He's like, we don't have parties. He's like, our moms all have each other's cell phone numbers and they text each other what we're doing all the Ugh. time. So we just don't gather. I was like, Ugh. they've never had a garage party oh, in their life. Oh, come on, these kids. Let the kids have be kids. Let them do. We used to throw house parties. I'm from Riverside. So mm -hmm. we used to throw house parties and we would charge people to come into our garage, like a oh nightclub. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's amazing. I feel like that's probably where my, I didn't DJ back then, but I think that's where my DJ shenanigans began. Like the desire to be the DJ started in someone's garage that I paid $5 to get into. <laughs> that is awesome, actually. Have you watched uh, High Fidelity on um, Hulu. With I love High Fidelity oh, on Hulu. It very, actually got better as it went along. I was really happy because I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I kept going and it was good. 
I feel like you or her a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. It's just a little introvert, <laughs> introvert at the party, but I just really wanted I just really want to DJ and curate the music. Yeah, you're so I love that. The curating of the music is actually something I'm really jealous of. People that really understand music and all the genres and what sounds cool and what would be a great sound to come up next. Like that's a sweet skill you got. It's, it's weird. I mean, it, it is all like, t- there's always going to be someone who like hates the way you DJ because DJing is like the taste of food. If you don't like cilantro, I can't help you, you know, like, <laughs> but you know what I feel, I genuinely feel that DJing was a byproduct of kind of like a social anxiety for me. Like hmm. I never liked going to clubs and so, I loved going to like raves and festivals, but I didn't like clubs because it was like close quarters and there was this expectation to like drink and socialize and it drove me crazy and all I could do is sit there and focus like oh I think I I I would play better music than this and I kept saying that until I just became a DJ that's cool and it wasn't a like I'm better than you it was like I'm socially awkward and I need something to do with my hands (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's really cool All right. Thank you again, Joni. This is awesome. All right. Thanks, Brian. I'll see you hopefully on a Friday at the Urban Decay concert online. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, party from the waist up. Totally. You know, uh, bras, not bras, not required. That's the cool thing mm. about it. Uh, <laughs> at Urban Decay. Is it at Urban Decay Cosmetics? Is there a handle? Yeah. Okay. It'll be at Urban Decay Cosmetics for the DJ set, which is Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. and then uh my i'll be streaming on my twitch channel at young kohai and then that's also my instagram handle is at young kohai young kohai okay cool thank you cool. all right thank you mm-hmm. Bear. All, right. all right bye thank you so much to rianne for chatting with me um don't forget to go to urban decay cosmetics on instagram tonight at 8 p.m so you can hear her spin And thank you so much to Mood Bling for the new music. We'll be back next week with a new episode. The Little Bit Podcast is recorded and produced by me, Joni Sprague, in Orange County, California.